In the church calendar today, we celebrate Francis Perkins with this verse from the Acts of the Apostles. Quote, All who believed were together and had all things in common. They would sell their possessions and goods and distribute the proceeds to all as any had need. Francis Perkins, 1880-1965, was the United States Secretary of Labor from 1933-1945, to the first woman appointed to the U.S. Cabinet, and the longest-serving Secretary of Labor. A close friend and loyal supporter of President Franklin Delano Roosevelt, under whom she served, Frances Perkins is a principal architect and champion of the New Deal. She was instrumental in weaving together essential strands of what we now know as our society's safety net for the most vulnerable among us. She authored legislation that created Social Security, providing unemployment insurance and disability benefits, especially for the elderly, and for legislation introducing safety safety labor laws and the minimum wage. Holy Women, Holy Men, which is the Episcopal Church's book of saints' feast days, says that Perkins depended upon her faith, her life of prayer, and the guidance of her church for the support she needed to assist the United States and its later leadership to face the enormous problems then challenging the country. And while serving as Secretary of Labor, Perkins made a monthly retreat at an Episcopal convent. Stephen Lane, who is the former Bishop of Maine, Perkins' home state, has said, as I've considered Francis's life, it struck me that she addressed one of the questions that all of us must answer. To use Cain's phrasing, am I my brother's keeper? Or to put the question in more religious terms, does God have intentions for our relationships with God's people? Are we responsible before God for more than our own lives? Bishop Lane continues and gives some context. Francis came of age and was nurtured in the Anglo-Catholic culture of New York City of the early 20th century, and that culture, influenced by Roman Catholic and Jewish thinking, held a theology of generosity, which contrasted sharply with the prevalent theology of righteousness. The theology of righteousness held that people get what they deserve, that their wealth and status are signs of their relationship with God. It was a theology of social Darwinism, a combination of American individualism and Calvinist predestinarianism. Good, hard-working people get what they deserve, and sinful, lazy people get what they deserve. Good people are not responsible for alleviating poverty, although they may, out of their goodness, offer charity if they choose. And in contrast, the theology of generosity held that all that we have is a gift from a generous God. The particulars may be influenced by our own effort, but the foundation is the generosity of God who gives to all people without regard to our particular circumstances or merit.
If we are wealthy, we are wealthy only by God's grace. If we are poor, we are poor because the circumstances of our lives have blocked our access to God's blessings. It is therefore the obligation of those who have been blessed to share those blessings with those impoverished. When Frances Perkins joined the administration of Franklin Delano Roosevelt, she famously said, I came to Washington to serve God, FDR, and millions of forgotten, plain, common, working people. The church's affirmation of a saint, any saint, is not solely so that we may look back with appreciation and adoration. Rather, the life of a saint is to be for us an inspiration and a challenge and to ask, how about us? Am I my brother's or sister's keeper? How shall I take care of them? This is our day. Let us join Francis Perkins. Blessings to you.